Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. 1235 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector with you. Stoffer and Spector for Horse Racing Alberta. A reminder, live thoroughbred racing returns to Northlands Park May 5th. This is Oilers now. Uh, so there we go. Here we are. Hope it's going good. Spec, how you doing? Let's see. We got you up here. You're on the center mic, and you are now hey on Hey, man. Here. How are you? Hey, nice hat. We're in the Total Sports Chapel from uh, circa... What year would that have been, Bob? Oh, that's a 2004 special right 2004? there. That's, that's I don't throw anything away. I can see that. I've, I've seen you dress over the well, years. Well, actually, and, you can see I never wear this hat. It's like brand new. But, see, uh, the, the, the difference is uh, you've basically retained your same weight. I, on yeah. the other hand, have uh, climbed... About, I don't know, four pounds to five pounds a year for the last 10 years. And then what happens is, you know... What are the analytics on that, Bob? How does that work out for your personal coursey? Well, I end up being a minus on a lot of nights. In fact... I don't know. I think that sounds like about a plus 35 to me. (laughs) Then I go on Bernstein and lose it all and go out and skate with the fellows and I can actually move and not embarrass myself once every five years. Uh, Yeah, well... There we go. All right. Hey, uh, so here we are. There we go. Uh, today you wrote a piece, and, and we'll get to the older stuff in a second because mm. there's some, we'll transition and we'll segue into it. Uh, today you wrote Taylor Hall. Uh, yeah, is that up yet? It's up. It's been tweeted out. Oh, there you go. Brandon, can you tweet out the Taylor Hall piece yeah. for us from our Oilers Now account? Uh, and in it, there's some not so veiled. Uh, I mean, I, I guess oh. here, here's my perspective on okay. what's happened with Let's Taylor Hall. Okay, uh, I don't think Taylor was specifically always appreciated here by everyone, including at times some some. Not everyone, because I think that some other guys in the organization really liked him. But there may have been a couple guys that weren't his biggest fans. There may have been a perception that he wasn't the most mature player. I think he has gone to New Jersey, had a tough first year last year, totally taken on the challenge to to lead that team, has matured, and he's having a hell of a year. And I personally would have, as you know, Mark, I would have never betted against Taylor because 
you know, Taylor Hall's a pretty special player. Is he a consistent all-star left wing? Well, he's an all-star game left wing, absolutely. He's a guy that... He's a consistent all-star game left wing. Right. Like he's, I think... How old's Taylor today? He's... Well, he's a 2010, so he's got to be 25. He's 25, exactly. Yeah. So, you know what? It's it's the average player takes till 23, 24 to sort of step into their prime. And right. He had some tumult around those years I, being traded, and now he's ready to be, uh, I think we'll see him in that all-star left-wing position for a few years to come. Yeah, he's a pretty special player, absolutely. There are people out there that say, well, there's no way he could have co- coexisted with Connor McDavid. I don't believe that for a second. I think that Taylor respected how special Connor was. And frankly, could have given Edmonton a different option. Yep. Uh, that said, you got to give to get, uh, and the Oilers chose a path. They chose a heavier, harder path type of team, and Taylor was a byproduct of uh, being a piece that got moved to to bring a player back in that situation. So, yeah, so you basically brought in Lucic and uh, Adam Larson, yeah, uh, and out the door went Taylor Hall. And there's a lot of intangibles around that. Like I, I understand what everyone was thinking. You could literally write three or four chapters in a book on the different perspectives that different people have given around town. Okay, but I think the one that counts the most is, sadly for the orders, is just you know, Edmonton was in the, the perfect storm. They got pushed around for ten years. You and I groused about it on the radio every second day. Clamoring to get a bigger and tougher they team. they got absolutely dominated physically for forever. They finally got big and strong, and that included this move that we're talking about. And as they're doing that, the league's getting smaller and no one pushes anyone around anymore and no one hits anyone, and the Oilers are caught with a big Lucic instead of a smaller, fast Taylor Hall, and it's not looking great. I'm here to tell you. Yeah. Right? Would you make... I mean, the the... the, the 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 proof's in the pudding here. Would you make that move again today? The combination of moves. That the that move trade and signing... Lucic no, and Larson If you knew which Hall. way the league was going, no, you wouldn't have done it. Just like no, if you... you wouldn't do it today. So. Just like if you knew what the expansion rules were going to be, that you would be able to protect players from the 2015 draft, and you might have to potentially expose a guy that you trade for by moving two picks, yeah. there's no way you'd even contemplate making... The uh, the Reinhardt trade. Well, sure, but even without, let's face it, even without. Would you do the Cam Talbot trade again? Well, of course, of course, you would. I'd do the Maroon trade again. I'd do the Zach Cassian acquisition again. I'd do all those things. Right, but, but let's. But we're let's talking not to sugarcoat Reinhardt. I don't care about any expansion draft or any change in rules. Would you do that trade again in a in any way, shape, hey, or form? I'm, Absolutely. I'm going to spin it back at you here. He's so. a minor league defenseman. I'm going to spin it back. So let's say you get guaranteed a a guy that can help you. In the top six, a pro, right here, right now, in the summer, a winger for your first round pick this year, which you do not have to protect because we're going to have expansion in 2020. Okay, unless the NHL, unless the NHLPA, which has a couple rogue agents that are currently angling to do what usurped on fear. Well, I don't think Don Fear is doing a very good job for the PA, frankly. So okay, well, and and I'll also the addendum to that is you give me any guy in the world to run the PA, and I'll find you two agents who want him out. Right? They wanted Goodno out. They wanted every other guy out all the time. So my, 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 my point with this is spec is uh, I think uh, you know Seattle comes in in twenty twenty unless we got a lockout. Oh, they're coming in for right. sure. All right, so if you know they're coming in, and so your 2018 picks, you do not have to protect. That's going to drive valuation up 
for their respective draft picks. Because if you trade for something that's immediate... You're going to have to protect that guy. You're going to have to protect that guy, whereas those picks you are not going to have okay. to protect. So on that note, would you do that? Would you make that move to upgrade the Oilers' wing position? Uh, I have to... I mean, you know, A, where are you picking? First of all, the, you, you don't even consider that move until the lottery balls are dropped. Sure. i got to know where my pick is. Then i got to know, okay, who am I looking at drafting? If you're picking out of the top three. Nah. Let's see you're picking four later. Would you would, better be a good player? Would you would you trade the Canadians patch or, or would you trade the Canadians say the fourth or fifth overall pick for Pacioretty? For Pacioretty, maybe you have to toss in another winger. Maybe we're talking a Kajula type or something like that. Hypothetically, and then knowing that you could also re-sign Pacioretty. I, I hate to sit here two months ahead and lock myself in. I would certainly look very hard at that deal, and I would I would go very deep down the road. But the point is, that's a big difference between Griffin Reinhardt, who hadn't gotten there yet and was a question mark to get there. So, Well, if I make a trade, I better win the trade. If you're telling me would I make a trade for a guy that was as good as Griffin Reinhardt, no. No. Right? If I if she listen, let's cut to the chase. She really better start making some trades that he wins cuz he's been losing lots of them. I get why I traded Strom for Eberle. It was a salary dump. We all knew he was going to lose it. We understand that, right? I get why I traded Hall for Larson. You know, there's a lot of intangibles. You needed some toughness, you needed defense, but I get all that they too. They chose a path. They lost Mark. the trade. They chose a path. They lost the trade. Right? Now no one in their right mind would trade Larson for Hall today. Right. Right. We had, by the way, for the record, Mark, last year when Edmonton was uh, in April in the playoffs, David Staples, who's not everybody's favorite, but he put out an online poll about the trade. 60% of the respondents, I believe, if I, I want to quote, Brendan, can you look up what the actual... So they the, thought it was a good trade. At the time, right, when Edmonton's sitting there, their defense goes from 20, 27th to 8th, and Larson's part of the right. defense, right? I understand it. Hall has like a 55-point season. So things can change in time. It should be stated. And, and, and for the record, I want everybody to know, I'm happy Taylor's having the year he's having. He's... I kind of think that there were some people that spoke ill about him that should maybe have spoken ill about him because I think he's a pretty I think he's a pretty good player and I don't think he's as bad a guy as some people out there seem to have thought yeah. he was. I've, he's having a great year from a professional standpoint. He was always very fair to me and yeah. uh, I enjoyed dealing with him. Yeah, and I like watching too. him play. Me too. And uh, I like watching Adam Larson play and I like him a lot too. But uh, uh, I'll say it again: it's time for Shirelli to be able in three years from now look back on a trade or two and go, "Hey, I'd make that trade again." It is 1244 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton show. Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30. Chad. Zach Cassian was a healthy scratch last night. Uh, he, uh, I would expect to see him in Thursday when the Edmonton Oilers play Jordan Everly and the New York Islanders. Hey. If you're looking for a great sports hockey road trip this fall, Sweden and Germany, you can follow Oilers Now and New West Travel to Europe in October to see two great hockey games, experience all 
that Germany and Sweden have to offer. Your new S travel package will include flights, hotels, game tickets, welcome receptions. Register now for the Oilers Now hockey road trip to Sweden and Germany. Space will be limited. Call New S Travel 780-432-7446 or online at newestravel.com. Speck, you going to make that trip? I hope so. You know what? So do I. <laughs> I think that... that uh, Maybe not after today. This is the European trip we're talking about. Yes. I think that, uh, well, what's going to happen is they're going to play their way back. So they're going to do the last week of training yes. camp there. Then they're going to go play a game, two games. And then they're going to come back to probably the New York area or something. They'll My play, guess is we'll end up in New York. They'll play East here. Coast on the way home. So they'll be out of town for a good two weeks. And uh, I would suggest that we should be covering that, Bob. You can uh, text us at 630-630. John C. says, Bob, you guys are too hard on big number 27. He can play for me any time. Well, he did have a stretch where he didn't score in 29 games, and I believe that uh, he would be the first, first guy to admit that he needed to play better. Speck, this text comes in to us from Topher. Speck, my point is... I'm paid by Kate's, and my mandate is to sell Kool-Aid. Work with me, man. That one comes to us from hmm. Topher. I don't even know why you read that guy's tweets. Yeah? Well, I feel like the mandate is upon us to criticize fairly. Right? I can criticize any player I want, but it better be fair. Yeah. But people who criticize unfairly, I would just write them off. Like, so, there's nothing fair about that. So you don't think he brings anything to the yeah, show with I, his... You bring him on, it's your show, but... Oh, once once every three or... Today on my show, pal. Once once every three or four <laughs> uh, days, you can have a text from him. Again, you can text us. At he is a loyal listener, though, and he does oh, oh, text yeah. nonstop. So yeah. we make, we sprinkle him in Well, we have now. 800 texts per show. <laughs> He's personally responsible probably yeah. for about 60 of them and about 40 of them are grinding me and some people like that. So, uh, anyhow, if you listen to the actual broadcast, it's not like we say, well, there was a turnover at the blue line and Arizona scored. We say Milan Lucic turned the puck over at the blue line or Connor McDavid. We, we, we say who made the actual mistake. We're not sitting there covering the butts of the players in that situation. All right. Uh, Oscar Clefbaum. Yes. You wrote in your post-game recap last night that he, of all players... His performance this year has been the greatest, uh, uh, the biggest thing that's perhaps undermined success. I'm paraphrasing here, but that's that's kind of what you said. That's exactly what I said. Of all the players who have had poor seasons, I think, I'm not saying he's had the worst season or it's all his fault. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the loss of Oscar Clefbaum's game has crippled this team the most. They were, you know, he's their number one defenseman. He is uh, supposed to be a, a guy that scores goals and makes things happen on the power play. He's got one power play goal all year. Just scored his first goal in 33 games last yep. night, 34 games. Uh, so, yes, I feel that way. Would you keep him? He's got a good contract. Last good year he had 12 goals, 38 points. Good contract this year. A good minute, contract two years ago. Minutes muncher. <laughs> Munch and minutes of pulling the puck out of your own net. Is that what you call a minutes muncher? I, I thought I read somewhere where the scoring chances were actually down for him from last year. Yeah, are they are they watching the same game that I'm watching? I'm not sure. I listen. I th- we're back to the same thing. Oscar's a great guy. You know what? The HL's filled with great guys. So let's throw that one away. Okay. Uh, what I want to w- say, though... What Clefbaum is he? Is he last year's Clefbaum or this year's Clefbaum or something in between? Well, it's all about health with him. We He proved to us last season that when he's healthy, he's a good player. Has he been ever healthy other than last season? 
Well, actually, Mark, my understanding is he, he wasn't healthy this year. He, he dealt with a little bit ago. of an issue last year as well. Some of uh, somewhat. Great, similar. so he wasn't healthy last year either. Yeah. So is he ever healthy? Give me a time when he's healthy. Like we're well into a career here. Yeah, the and guy's, the guy's tw- hurt every single the, year. The, the guy's twenty-four. He's hurt every year. Yeah. Right? It's not going to get easier to play. It's going to get harder. He's not going to get younger. It's one, of the question, it's one of the questions I had the listeners uh, respond to. What would you do with Oscar Clefbaum? You could text us at 630-630. Now, I, and I provided a proviso or a, per, a perspective. Theoretically, if you could get an ingredient, and for me the ingredient would be right shot power play guy, I would be prepared in that situation, given Nurse's growth and development, and the fact that you, both ha- you have both Sekra and Russell that are left shots, I could theoretically see if you could get that right ingredient for Clef Bob, you'd move him. Would you? I'd, oh, I'd absolutely move him. Uh, again, if if you told me I was getting healthy, Oscar Clefbaum, I think he's uh, all the other ingredients are great. He's a real good team guy. Yeah. Everyone in the team loves him. He'll sell out for the club. It's, he's not a me first player. He does lots of things I love, except he's hurt all the time. So if you told me spec for the rest of his contract, you get a healthy Oscar Clefbaum, I wouldn't move him. But his track record is he's hurt too much. I'd move him. All right. Texas at 630-630. Bob Stoffer, Merck Spector on Oilers now. What have you thought of Ethan Bear so far? i kind of been, you know, he has not been overwhelmed. Uh, is he ready? If the Oilers were in the stretch run and these games were really meaningful, would he, would I want him on the ice learning how to play? <laughs> no. But this is garbage time and that's what you do is you bring up an Ethan Barron. You know, I love his shot. I love the way he uh, shows confidence when he's the last man back. He's not afraid to to cock his stick and fake a shot, open up a shooting lane, and then fire. You know, the Oilers are filled with defensemen who, when they're the last guy on the blue line, they just want to move that thing quick. Uh, he's not that guy. I kind of like his confidence. I actually think the team doesn't move the team puck up the ice quick enough. There's too much reversing and going oh, back. I'm talking about uh, in yeah. the offensive zone. Yeah, like, but uh, de- sure. Defensively, like, Let's I mean, go. you get that puck, get it out, North. get it. Right, and Mark. instead, I mean, th- there was uh, two goals in one game. I forget which game it was, where Clefbaum, uh, I'm for sure, on one of them reversed back and oh, it was against San Jose. Had the puck and just out, just inside the Oilers' blue line, reversed back into his own zone. Yeah, this uh, Schmid used to do that all the time. Early Russell's in his the king of it. Right? right, Russell's the king of it. Now and he's pretty good at it, but uh, it get, doesn't make you faster. Like, there, there are coaches out there that refuse to allow their defensemen to do that. You get the puck up the ice, and if you don't have a a play to one of your players, you learn how to soft chip or soft dump or bank off the glass and get it out of your zone because nothing good happens by reversing into your own zone. Sure. So... 1254 at Edmonton. So we, we both have a little bit of time for Bear. Clearly not ready for full-time duty. But Here, here's, but here's a question. Sorry to interrupt you, Bob. Uh, this came up yesterday. Uh... What's more important in these last sets of games? Playing Ethan Bear every game and seeing how he does? Or giving ice time to Sekra, who needs to get his game going for next year? To Benning, who needs to get his game going the next year? For Clefbaum, who's just starting to play better? Uh, is it more important to get the guys you know are coming back playing well? Or to feed some time to a young Ethan Bear who may or may not play for you next year? What's more important? For me, they, I mean, they got to get Lucic and Sekra in particular going. So Lucic stays in the top six no matter what. I know some people are like, well, no, he should be moved down to the third line. No, he either plays with McDavid or Dreisaitl or Nugent Hopkins, but okay. he stays in the top six no matter what. What about the blue line? On the blue line, 
I, I would play the guys that, I mean, they got to get Secret going here. And, he, and in fairness, he's started to look a little more confident in the last sure game. He's the 15th, so my point becomes, when Larson gets activated, which I assume he will tomorrow, Bear goes, to me, Bear goes back to Bakersfield. Well, the fans out there aren't going to like that much. Why? Because they, I guarantee you there's a hue and cry to play this kid for the last 15 games, use him on the power play, give him lots of ice time. You know, let's go. He Part of the reason he came up is because Larson was away at his yeah, father's funeral, yeah. right? I mean... But he's shown that he can play here. A little. I Do you think he's ready for full-time duty? I don't. Well, I, I think he starts next year. I think he starts next year down in Bakersfield and then pushes his way up. He's he's got to push it where he's got to dominate at that level. That's the mistake that was made with Brassois. That's the mistake this organization's been making for ten years. Not necessarily Russian with their kids. top end guys, not with the number ones, but with some some other guys in support roles. Twelve fifty six sure. in Edmonton I, again for me. Not that I would have any inside knowledge on this at this time, but I would expect Bear would be going back down to Bakersfield. Seems like the logical And, and playing 22-23. They've got some injuries down there, too, which is going to allow him to play more. So here's what I do. Uh, he's had, what, two games so far? Three. Three games so far. Great. Three games. Uh, yeah, I move him to Bakersfield. <coughs> he goes down there with renewed confidence. Hey, yep. I just played the NHL for three games. I can do this. I played an NHL power play. The moves I uh, that are, I have in my bag work up there, right? Yep. Uh, I didn't get exposed. I could skate with those guys. I'm feeling good. I sent him back down, help Bakersfield on their still in a playoff push. He's going to get a ton of ice time. He's first man on the power play unit yep. every day. And then if April, it April. Out, if it works out that Bakersfield doesn't need this guy to make the playoffs, I call him up for the last three games as a reward for... Yeah, maybe he returns in April for a couple games and you get another look at And then at you him. go in the summer you say, son, Away you go this summer, work on a couple of things, get in the best shape of your life. There might be a spot for you on this team next fall. Yeah, you can Fair. play your way on. But yeah. you got to play your way on. I'm yeah. not giving it to you. Well, you can extend that metaphor for what's going to likely transpire. Uh, we'll talk about this when we come back. We're going to talk about globally. Uh, you know, Bob Nicholson was on Hockey Night in Canada, and it, it, with the fans right now, if they're not hearing, well, this guy, you know, this guy's going to, we're going to, Fire this guy and fire, you know, fans. They want certain fans want stuff done, but people but want heads to roll, man. People want heads to roll, but it's Bob has talked about, you know, going through a process here of evaluation and having the right management team, et cetera. Uh, and we'll talk about that, but we're also uh, going to talk about a couple other players here in Oilers now. Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector, again, live racing uh, thoroughbred style returns May 5th at Northlands Park. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell.